Atheist Nomads, episode 186, The Time of Trouble. Oh no. Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads. I am Dustin. Joining me as always is Wesley. Hello, everybody. And joining us while the headache allows is my lovely wife, Lauren. Hello! So I will be Friendship is magic! ...deucing her stories <laughs> so she doesn't have to look at her bright screen. Yeah. Yeah, so I've decided instead of calling these after just the, you know, boring news for whatever date, uh, I will go with the titles for the dusting off the degree segments or something else relevant. So, yeah. Relevance! So, so when Trump is impeached or whatever out of office, that'll be the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Millions of yeah. peaches. So, uh, peaches for me. How's everybody doing? Um, now that I'm thinking about a presidency of the United States of America song, I'm doing good. <laughs> it is a cheerful uh, song. It was. It made me feel good. I liked it. And peaches are tasty. Uh, doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a good Valentine's Day? I had a lovely Valentine's Day, thanks to my lovely Valentine. Did you have a good Darwin Day? I did, I did. Uh, You know what? Actually, um, yeah. Rebecca, she was on our, uh, well, Becky, she was on our 12-hour podcast-a-thon. She actually got, uh, wrote in a letter to our governor, and he... We wrote talk- out a fucking like proclamation about it. We talked about that last week. Yeah, but you know, he actually she was but it happened there with her time. award a couple days, a few days ago. And it was oh, nice, nice. You know, so it was like all fancy, the little like leather bound. You know, you know that that image of Trump, you know, showing off the th- the shit that he signed. Mm-hmm. She kind of did that, but with a smile. It was awesome. Very nice. <laughs> did she give away her pen? Oh wait, she didn't sign the- anything. She didn't get a pen, I don't think. That's too bad. But it was still really cool. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of the streamathon, uh, we actually got a uh, plaque from the Leukemia Lymphoma Society for Aww. the Treasure Valley of Coalition team raising $1,537. Yay! Holy shit. Nice. Yeah. So it's a nice little glass plaque with a sick little child on it. Uh huh. That's nice. Yeah, a little girl with uh, Lily with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Nothing quite like looking at a sick little kid who may or may not make it to make you feel great. Well, that's yeah. kind of just to make you do better next year. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. she didn't make it this year, but maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. <That's> terrible. <laughs> I made myself feel bad. <laughs> On a happier note. I've gotten over 100 likes on Facebook for the spice rack I made. Hooray for new hobbies! Oh, a spice the rack. The man really? likes to work with to wood. Uh, 14 inches by 46 inches. I did my wow. first. That's a lot of wood. Intentionally non straight cut. Hmm. Bought a jigsaw and I rounded the corners with it so the top um, has a nice curve. I kind of router it out a little bit. Not not that kind of of curve. I did that all by hand with uh, oh. with sandpaper. No, I oh. I actually rounded the top uh, with the curvature of the rounding the uh, wood with his hands. Shellac can. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's always kind of cool to just you know, you shit that you have around to. to Innuendo. Like uh huh. Yes. Yeah. You did good. Yeah. Yeah, and all my spices are up on the wall, which means that hopefully I'll use them more. And we used them yesterday, Valentine's Day, for uh, the butter sauce I made for the steak. Pure Blanc. Oh, Ever Blanc? Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah. Uh, We did not know existed until last Thursday, and so we tried it ourselves with some shrimp scampi, and it was amazing. Shrimp scampi and... And uh, ribeye. Sorry, ribeye rib had the bureau blanc. Oh, it was so good! <laughs> it's fun it, to say. It also serves as a good reminder to not eat your steak too fast because mm. you're supposed to let your steak sit for a few minutes before you eat. And yeah, you're supposed to rest it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while the steak rests, 
the butter melts, mm-hmm. and then it coats it all over and all around in this amazing herby, <laughs> buttery, garlicky, spicy. Yeah, ours was rosemary. Amazing. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And lots of rosemary's. And then his, fucking amazing. his vegetarian vegan brother is like, we're the vegetables. I'm like, the butter won out against the vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, vegetables. <laughs> Maybe during Lent, but no. Definitely mm. butter. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to dusting off the degree. Uh, for the start of the apocalypse series i I figured i might as well start with the full story of the the sda version of it because it's the one i know best and i am lazy and i didn't have to do any research for it because i have heard this many 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 times i have studied it i have read it in um yeah it's it's still crazy. crazy yeah and then i wrote it out and it's like Holy shit, that's just bat shit insane. Right? Something that Nicolas Cage could star in. Oh no, this would have been Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner in the the Left Behind movie. Oh. No, I'm going with Kevin Costner in his post apocalyptic 90s movies. Yeah, the mailman. This kind of stuff would fit perfectly with that. So, anyway, to start. Oh, sorry. Waterworld. Had to say it. Yeah. Uh, But. Yeah, we've covered bits and pieces of the the Adventist version of the end times, but not the whole story. So sorry for any of this that might be repetitive. The basic story is that Christianity will start reuniting under the Pope. And since the papacy is the Antichrist, all Christians other than the Adventists will be on the side of the devil. And every time something changes with the world, Adventists get really excited. When Ronald Reagan started working with Pope John Paul II to help bring down Gorbachev and the Soviet Union, they got really excited. When the Soviet Union fell and H.W. Bush started establishing the New World Order, they got really excited. And yes, I did go to Adventist Evangelistic Series that talked about the New World Order and read stuff in Adventist publications about the New World Order. Yes, it's crazy conspiracy theory stuff, but Adventists, at least some, really like that stuff when it comes to possibly the end of the world. They love the end of the world. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, uh, at the the same time that all this is going to be happening, uh, God will start withdrawing his spirit from the world, and natural disasters and acts of depravity will increase. This will cause the U.S. government and Catholic Church to have ever-increasing ties until the Pope gets the U.S. government to institute a national Sunday law with mandatory church attendance every Sunday, but it won't stop the decay of both society and the planet. At this point, backsliding Adventists and all other true believers, TM, will leave their churches (laughs) and join the Adventist church. Then the government will start increasing the enforcement on the Sunday law. At this point, those who refuse to attend church on every Sunday will be unable to buy and sell and may or may not get some kind of physical mark. So, yes, going to church on Sunday is the mark of the beast. Wow. And they're going to have, like, blue laws for everything. Yep. Yep. Wow. Blue laws for everything. Eventually, the government will take it to the point where anyone without the mark of the beast needs to be rounded up and arrested. Then it's time for the Adventists and all other true believers, TM, to head for the hills or out into the woods if they live in the horrible, depressing flatland that we call the Midwest. (laughs) They will then face several years of getting chased and hunted and having to live off the land. Then the shit hits the fan. The final step is the U.S. and Pope will convince all of the governments of the world. So they're really excited about the U.N. because, oh, now all the governments are together, so it'll probably just be a U.N. resolution. Uh, forcing the whole world to bow to the papacy, to the Antichrist, and enact their own Sunday laws, and to start persecuting all who refuse to comply. And this will mark the end of probation. At this point, Jesus has finished reviewing the books, and everyone who is saved is saved, and all who are lost are lost, and the Holy Spirit is withdrawn from the earth. 
Now the believers will not only be hunted by the government, but the devil and his demons will be free to harass them over any unconfessed sin. Even worse, they will no longer have any intercessor between them and God. The rest of the world will fall apart since without God holding back the forces of evil and the Holy Spirit limiting the depravity of man, complete and utter chaos will ensue. This will continue for several years while most of these saints are imprisoned and many are killed and civilization and the planet itself crumble. Then with only a few believers left in the wilds, the cities destroyed, complete anarchy and everything destroyed, Christ returns. Then the dead saints come back to life and rise into the sky and the living saints rise to join them and all who are lost die at the sight of the Lord. Is the Lord a nuke? <laughs> Apparently. And those that got vaporized are like the true believers? Uh, no, the ones that get vaporized are, are the, the bad people. Kind of uh, Indiana Jones style. Okay, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. That's, um, that's a movie right there. I think you got it. Wrap this. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, you could totally make a movie out of it, but it's going to be kind of, you know, wishy-washy and watered down. Because, sorry, but SDAs just aren't that exciting. <laughs> sorry. Adventists are intentionally boring. Is that going? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, like, yes. the, the whole, the whole, like, don't I recall, like, a no hot sauce, no, like, spicy mm-hmm. foods? Oh, yeah. No spices. No booze. They will inflame the passions. Uh, coffee prefer, is prefer veganism. Prefer vegetarianism. Sorry, yep. And to an extent, <laughs> veganism. Uh, it, it's considered that the, the more sanctified you are, um, the more uh, the less animal products you should be consuming. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but like what some of the stuff that's really crazy here. They really hate the Catholics though, don't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. you were raised to like Yes. Hate the Catholics. Well, not Catholics, the Pope. The Pope. Oh. But the Pope changed. Doesn't matter. The papacy is the Antichrist. So it's not an individual, it's the institution. So every time there's a new Pope, there's still the Antichrist. Okay. Mm. But go take care of the dog. But yeah, even when you are just being raised to hate the papacy uh yeah you still hate catholics there's no way around it uh it it was really hard not to see things like increasing number of catholic hospitals and be like oh they're taking over this is prophecy catholics (laughs) but what's actually the most insane thing about this is the way Adventists have flocked to the Republican Party in recent years, hmm. they have traditionally been very, very opposed to blue laws and church-state intertangling, and now they seem to be just fine with it. When they realize that they could make it to their own benefit. Yeah. Um, and then there's also just the... To get the whole world to unite under the Pope, that is a concept that would have made sense in the 1800s, late 1800s, when the British Empire controlled a quarter of the globe. (laughs) And Christian countries ruled almost the entire Earth. That could have made sense then. Now, with, what, 1.3 billion people in China... 1.1 billion people in India, both of those with relatively small Christian minorities, with 1.5 billion Muslims. Yeah. Yeah. The numbers don't add up. It's not going to happen, people. Sorry. It's a huge stretch for Islam to fall in line behind the Vatican and for Israel to fall in line behind the Vatican and China, and India, and Thailand. I don't know. Netanyahu does some weird shit. 
Yeah, but... Yeah, not that weird. To, to the point of having Sunday laws. Well, <clears throat> no. They might have Saturday laws. Which wouldn't be in compliance with, with uh, the, the prophecy. Right, they'd be true, fine true, with true. that. But, since they're so far in the future, so far to the east, wouldn't that be like them being on Sunday? No. <laughs> because they're only an hour ahead of Rome. Uh, uh, okay, okay. You're silly. <laughs> but, yeah, it is... Just because it's a globe that's round doesn't mean that there's time travel. Well, it kind of is. I mean, it's tomorrow in Japan. I want to have. That's why I want to celebrate New Year's in Guam. <laughs> uh, no, it's in uh, the Wine Islands of Kiribati. There are specific uh, cruise ships you can take to have, you know, two uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. You could do this shit. Yeah, from if you go from the Lion Islands, which are due south of Hawaii, to Hawaii, you get to have New Year's twice. Yes. Hawaii is is minus what is it ten hours and the Lion Islands are plus fourteen. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, there is so much with this that is just so absolutely crazy. Like millions of people fleeing into the woods and being able to evade the government. I love that. It's so red dawn. <laughs> It's Red Dawn, and it made sense until about 1990. Hmm. And technology would make that moot. Uh, moot. You run up into the woods, <laughs> and if they're actually trying to hunt you down, or just hunt... Because the, the pro- problem is, if they're trying to hunt down one person in the woods, that is hard. Try to hunt down anybody hiding in the woods, that's a piece of cake. You got to, like... A million people hiding in the woods. They're not hiding in the woods. Mm-mm. That's called a, a, a large city. Yeah. called a settlement in the woods. And it was to get ready for this is why I had a week in high school of survival school. Oh, yeah. Your Twin Towers week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which was also in accordance with prophecy. Not that we were in senior survival during that, but that... Like I was, I was totally convinced that uh, September 11 was the opening of the, or the, the the silence in heaven before the opening of the I think it was seventh seal um, from Revelation when it said that there'd be that the heavens were silent for uh, a half hour. I followed the day to a year principle and managed to convert a half hour into a week, and it was like holy shit. All civil aviation was grounded for a week. The heavens were quiet. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I wish I wish there was time travel. I would travel back and just smack you upside the head. <laughs> Says, you need to get laid. <laughs> There's a world out there. That is, that, there is something, th- something to that, though. All these conspiracy nuts, if they actually got laid on a regular basis, how many conspiracy theories would there be around? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah. But no, seriously, I mean <laughs> if you're looking, you can make stuff fit into just about anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Well, like there were people talking about uh a vision that Ellen White had, had of all of the skyscrapers in New York burning and collapsing. And they thought September eleven was that happening. Hmm. No, that was like four well, buildings that, that collapsed from that. That's not the whole well, city. I like how you, you know, managed to pick and choose hundred. that one out. That is being the no. one that doesn't make sense? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not that I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought that that just, that wasn't fulfilled then. Oh, okay. That was still future. Yeah. Future, future, future. All right, let's go ahead and take a break and then get started on the news. Atheist Nomads is proudly brought to you by Archway Hosting. Check out their low-price, full-featured hosting solutions at archwayhosting.com. That's A-R-C-H-W-A-Y hosting.com. Hey, we're also brought to you by listeners just like you. 
Find out how you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash atheist nomads. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash atheist nomads. All right, let's start with the angry news. And uh, Wesley's got two stories that we'll be starting off the funny news later. <laughs> a bill in the Tennessee House of Representatives would repeal a current statute that makes children conceived via artificial insemination legitimate as long as the mother is married and her husband consented. If this move passes, then these children would be bastards in the eye of the state. Any guesses as to who this bill is targeting? Well, wait a second. Transgender or gay people? Is what There are still bastard laws? Apparently. What like what does that do though? I mean, <laughs> if you're a bastard. Cuz there's a lot There's a lot of people who uh would have problems with that. Yeah, it's because the crazy thing there is not the 1700s anymore, guys. The, that only makes sense if you have strict rules on inheritance. We don't have strict rules on inheritance. You can leave your inheritance to your dog. Yeah. Sure. Which I totally would, just to make sure that Rocco was safe and happy. And if you die, your goods go to your next of kin, which starts with your children. Whether they were in wedlock or not. Yeah. We weird so okay yeah that's that's really weird it doesn't make sense anymore it barely made sense back in the day it definitely doesn't now like if if there hadn't been the whole bastard laws in england henry the eighth wouldn't have had to kill his wives because he could have just used the bastard children he had with his mistresses as his heir but no 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 couldn't do that. Yeah. The other thing that gets me is the requirement that the husband has to consent. Like, okay, honey, I'm going to secretly go off and get in vitro treatments, and uh, you're not going to know about it. Uh-huh. That's... Weird. Why did they... <clears throat> That's in the current law that they're trying to do away with. Because, yeah, the only the only thing that makes sense with this for me on... Uh, why they'd want to do this as a target lesbians. Yeah, well, definitely. Which is why they specifically said husband, right? Uh, that law would have been... It's probably been there for quite a while, and the language would have been prior to the Supreme Court ruling, what, two years ago? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's weird. It's just making laws for no purpose. Other than to pretend that there's some kind of nuclear family that still needs protecting. It's a it's a law to just basically hurt people. Yeah. And specifically, you know, gay lesbian couples. I don't I don't handle that well. Because it doesn't protect the nuclear family. Mm-mm. No, no, it doesn't. Doing anything that discourages or or makes anything more difficult for children and to have children is inherently anti-family i have heard people argue that if you can't have children on your own then you weren't supposed to well i've heard the same argument uh, from a movie that says if you can't get it up on your own you shouldn't be taking a little blue pill <laughs> yeah and, and the, yeah. the no in vitro fertilization thing that's a a catholic thing um but this bill actually isn't even referring to in vitro fertilization. Fertilization, it's artificial insemination specifically. Yeah, they're obviously just going for lesbians. Yeah, they always seem to get the short end of the stick, or no stick at all. Ow, Jacob! <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need sticks. That's right. All right, I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Uh, the, and neither are they. I, <laughs> really, you walked right into that one, Dustin. I did. Uh, the Idaho House of Representatives Education Committee has recommended approval of the new science education standards. Yay! Yay! But not until after they removed five sections from across earth sciences and life sciences that deal with climate change. Boo. 
Representative Scott Syme of Caldwell had, has this to say about it. What the curriculum that was written presented was mainly the adverse inf- uh, impacts and didn't discuss what positive impact they can have on the environment. What I'm looking for is to have the public say, yeah, maybe we can see that there was a one-sided presentation on the negative side, and hey, let's talk about this and both sides of the issue. <laughs> uh, so basically, you can't mention climate change as being human-derived without throwing in some feel-good message about how we can, s- what, stop it from happening? No. Nope, that's not what he was looking for. No, no. Uh, I think he would be... Because reading through this, it, it looks more like it's... No, they can't talk about climate change. Now, actually, removing it from the curriculum doesn't prevent teachers from doing it. It's just it's not mandated to. Right. They're just, they don't have to. Uh, but the, the specific things they removed referred to things like how the Earth is getting warmer and we are causing it. How... The advancement of science and technology can help us, but so far it's been hurting us, and how biodiversity is important and benefits us, but it is going down. If only we had Becky on the show right now, but... uh, (laughs) We're going to get her on. With a schedule so packed already, and, you know, planned to within an inch of its life of what happens every day in class... There's really not much extra time to to teach things that aren't in the book. Yeah. Yeah, it's to so, teach to the test because you don't have any other time. You don't have the resources to do anything beyond that. Yeah. So, yeah, this in essence really does, you know, affect teachers' ability to actually teach about global warming, climate change, and mm-hmm. all that stuff that happens and will continue to happen whether republicans you know allow it in or not yeah and idaho is so focused on conservation and outdoors and public lands do you think that they'd be more concerned about this stuff especially since we're seeing it while we have but it doesn't make you money we get idaho is is one of the better insulated states from the effects of climate change it's going to get a little bit drier it's already a desert (laughs) <laughs> the forest fires are going to get worse. The droughts are going to get worse. The aquifers are going to continue to drop, and the, the beetles longer. And the beetles are going to continue to go higher and higher, killing more trees. Paul mm. McCartney can hit a really high note when he wants to. We are. Word. We already see climate change in action here in Idaho, and you can see it every year progressing. And he wants to talk about positive impact uh okay if you want to talk about the positive impact that students can have on the environment yes by decreasing your contribution to increasing climate change i think conversations about climate change especially in schools should include here's the problem and here's what we can do to make it better Ah, fuck. Well, come on. It's not a, a problem that can yeah, get fixed Yeah, deleting all scientific data is not the way to go either. And the the people that are alive and making decisions right now aren't going to be the ones to fix this thing. It's going to take a lot of time. A lot of smart people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you need to have everybody know what's going on. And, you know, maybe we'll get some more uh, cat. Uh, <gasps> maybe we'll get some more people... Uh, into you know biology and and you know, uh, sciences to help <laughs> and doggy uh, to, to help <laughs> with this. He's in his sweater, so there's like no avoiding the microphone. Well, and it's also stupid that curriculums that go through the vetting process, of, like this curriculum, it had already been approved by the very conservative superintendent of public instruction it had gone through a committee of experts it had even been reviewed by the governor i'm sorry i can't hear anything you say over is that a kitty purring yes oh my god 
And also, our superintendent is super he, stupid. He, he, yes, she is. He won't stop. He won't stop meowing until I hold him. Oh. The super our, our superintendent of public instruction uh, lied about her credentials in the campaign. Oh my! Got and plagiarized. Yeah, Cut. plagiarized a ton. She lied about having a doctorate. Got busted for lying about having a doctorate, and she still got elected. Ah, fuck. All right, it's... Way to go, Idaho! It's time for our second break, and then funny news. We love hearing from our listeners. You can email us at contact at atheistnomads.com, tweet us at atheistnomads, send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash atheistnomads, or better yet, call us and leave us a message at 541-203-0666. We might even play it on the show. You can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast directory of choice. Oh, and Lauren's mentioned a few times now that Rocco's been in my sweater. So cute. Uh, That is because (laughs) our furnace died today. Oh, shit. So I got home and I was like, huh, it's kind of cold in here. I'll go look at the thermostat. Oh, it's 55 degrees. (laughs) What the fuck? So I checked on the furnace and I couldn't find anything wrong. I tried turning it off and on again and <laughs> called the landlord and the uh, repair people are coming out tomorrow. Interrupting oh, my beauty sleep. Is it uh, gas or yeah. what? Gas? Yeah. Pilot lights on and all that? Can't tell. You can't tell. It's in a completely enclosed thing. Hmm. There's a switch okay. to mess around with the pilot light, which I tried flipping and no change with that so okay. after it blew cold for a while i finally just shut it all off because it was just blowing cold air yeah so long as you're not smelling gas okay shit yeah well time to turn on the uh the oven we've got a, the door up. We've got a little space heater going on in the the studio right now so okay, okay. yeah all right I'm a big so fan of the oven. wesley what do you have it's good to see somebody on the gop side thinking it and saying it it's time to impeach trump so yeah and it's not coming from some you know crackpot either uh mark painter is a lifelong republican former ohio court of appeals judge and he just offered to help his congressman representative steve chabot from ohio draft articles of impeachment wow so (laughs) yeah so you know he's definitely you know been in been on the republican side for a long time you know he, he actually voted republican president for the last 36 years so um holy shit that means he actually voted for mccain and palin wah, wah. um you know one of 10 people that did um anyways painter says i have watched what was once a sane center-right party go off the rails first to the extreme right then to wherever trump is which is <laughs> in another universe Mm-hmm. it is so true it is it is holy shit uh he goes on saying it's tough but we must end this da- dangerous presidency trump must be impeached and removed with all haste but only congress can initiate the process so you know he's talking about uh chabot here and saying that uh that his congressman chabot has been busy defending trump from the media which is simply reporting trump's machinations it's time for him to man up and start drafting the articles of impeachment as i remember he did it for clinton for far less than trump has already done oh calling out wow holy shit that's quite a smack in the face yeah uh bill clinton well sure there there were stains on a dress and yeah a couple other mm, well the sure fine the impeachment was because he lied about it during a yeah. bullshit investigation. Well, it kind of depends on what your definition of is is. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I am in any way defending what Clinton did. What he did was wrong. But he seriously paid for it. He that was That's between him and his wife and nobody fucking else. And well, not the line. JFK part. fucked Marilyn Monroe. I'll say it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
one, one take on it I've heard is you don't want the person with their finger on the nuclear launch button to All be stressed. Uh, oh, what's the the word? Um, not backed up, but you know, <laughs> you blue get the balls idea. backed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so before you, any president presses the the retaliatory or the nuclear button, uh, they should have to rub one out. Are you mm-hmm. seriously? Are you guys seriously? I mean, come on. I'm, guys I'm have some self control, right? Yes, but I have heard people say that. I am not endorsing it. <laughs> people, jeez. I, I've heard the same thing because men under pressure, you know, we, that we should be able to relax, and you know, even if it's not with our wife, it's still okay because you know extreme times extreme pressure call for an extreme well, bullshit you know, a, a little extra on the side now the, the with clinton the part they they missed was the obvious conflict of interest and abuse of power considering the fact he was the president and she was a white house intern yeah it was more a consent issue if anything you can't consent if it's the president <laughs> well definitely not if with a White House intern. Yeah, I mean, t- yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. one, he was her fucking boss, and two, it's the president of the United States. But no. Trump has broken more rules in his first two weeks in office than anybody else. Well, he violated the Constitution with his inauguration. Because he had foreign dignitaries staying at Trump Hotel, which he has maintained ownership and control over, and by inviting these people to his inauguration, using his his power as president, he got money from foreign governments. Yep. Which violates the Constitution. So is that what um is that what the judge is going off on? Uh. The judge is just kind of like having a big rant, really. Uh, but basically, I mean, <laughs> let's see. I just want to know what they're it's, specifically going to nail him with. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be the overt uh, conflicts of interest and... Definitely not being able to separate himself from his businesses. Yeah. Uh, that's a giant one. Like you're saying, yeah, you're not... I mean, the president is supposed to be able to get around that rule some, but it's not really well-defined either. That rule is has always been there, and presidents haven't tried to get around that. They have put their yeah. holdings in public trust, or, or excuse me, in blind trust, so that whatever's going on with their money, they don't know what's going on, so it can't influence their decisions. But that's all that's out right. the window. He's, he's got his kids to tell him all about it anyway. And somebody to then tell the Kremlin about everything. Apparently not Flynn. Not anymore. But, oh, Flynn. But that's gotten bad enough that the uh, national intelligence community is withholding information from the White House. But they can't trust anybody in the White House no. anymore. It's not. They're not afraid about the leaks to the media. They're afraid about the leaks that they know are happening to the Kremlin. <laughs> Well, <clears throat> is the Kremlin still a thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought that was a Cold War thing. Yeah, no, it's the no. seat of the Russian government still. It's yeah, kind of, kind of like our Congress building. The except it's an old castle. Oh, <gasps> we should have old castles. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Those weird ass onion dome places. Those are amazing, and I totally want to go to St. Petersburg in, like, the winter sometime. No. I probably won't be able to, though. All right, let's let's go ahead and move on. What? Uh, We're having fun here. Uh, I'm joking. The Word of Life Christian Church is an insular church in Chadwick's New York that former members describe as a cult. On October 11, 2015, the 19- and 17-year-old Leonard brothers, Lucas and Christopher, had a meeting with church leadership about their desire to leave the church. This was a process that took 12 hours and ended with Lucas's death and Christopher's hospitalization. Holy crap. Yeah. Nine church members were involved in the kicking, whipping, and punching of the boys over 
and over and over again, with breaks, of course, uh, that went on for 12 hours. In addition to the whole wanting to leave the church reason for beating the kids, there was also allegations that the boys had been molesting children in the church, which Christopher did admit to in court. Bruce and Deborah Leonard have both been sentenced for their involvement in their son's death, with 10 years for Bruce and five for Deborah as part of a plea bargain that included testifying against the other church members who are also going to prison. Whoa, that's heavy. Mm. Yeah. How old were these kids? 19 and 17. Yeah. Maybe it was the molestation stuff. People get weird when it comes to child molestation. They get angry, violent. Yeah. Still pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's just bizarre. To, regardless of what it was, like, okay, these kids were molesting kids. Call the cops. Yeah, but then that it, that invites outside interference. Yeah. They want and, out. Let them go. <clears throat> and then, it, in, you know, the whole thing that, you know, the Catholics are really good at, then they, you know, that ability to cover up, you know, I mean, that would be gone if the cops were called in. Yeah, but... Yeah, but killing somebody doesn't work either. Beat one kid to mm. death and the other one into the hospital and... Not subtle. The cops are going to show up <laughs> and everyone is going to start poking around. <laughs> oh, but never mind. They've gotten written up in People Magazine numerous times, which is where uh, this story is, is coming from. Um, I think I first saw it on either friendly atheist or uh, progressive secular humanists on, on Pathios. Hmm. But uh, people was, was where they were citing everything. Excuse wow. me, citing everything from. But one thing I've, I've definitely noticed that seems kind of odd is with all these, these stories of religious parents killing their children, either actively or through neglect... Both parents go to prison, but the dad always goes for longer. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Dad always Basically. beats harder? I think it's something they, they think that the, the wife will just go along with whatever the, the husband says. So it, she's less culpable. And I'm wondering... So what... There, there's two directions that this this my mind can easily go with with trying to explain this because it happens so many places. We saw this in Canada with the uh, maple syrup meningitis okay, yeah. treatment. Um, we've seen it in Oregon. We've seen it. We've seen it all over. And is it that the dad had so much more power over his wife that? She's not held as responsible. Yeah. Or what I think. Is it benevolent sexism? Hmm. Well, if there are other kids left in the family, I can see that. Somebody's gotta take care of them to get the get the mom in and out of there. Yeah, but if that's the case, you don't want either parent with the kids. There's other people that can take care of them. Hopefully, won't kill them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know it's kind of fucked up, but I think I'd rather have a kid in the system than to be taken care of by a parent that you know killed one of their siblings. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. X hamster uh, is in the news. Now, we previously <laughs> talked about Utah declaring porn a public health crisis, but the fight against pornography will not be stopped. Last week, the Utah House Education Committee voted 12 to 2 against the bill that would have allowed parents to decide if their children would get comprehensive sex ed. As a result, the existing law will stand, which prohibits teachers from advocating, quote, the use of contraceptive methods or devices... 
Hmm. or discussing, and I quote, the intricacies of intercourse, sexual stimulation, or erotic behavior. Huh. Well, all right. Well, who's going to teach these kids how to masturbate? Which would even seem to mean that in biology, you can't talk about where baby cows come from. (laughs) No, yeah, that's a good point. That skips all life sciences right there. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Representative Brian King, who is the one who had introduced the bill, uh, said that it was to protect kids from, quote, aggressive efforts by pornography sites across the world in attempting to reach our children and educate them about sex. (laughs) Oh my God, what? Yes. This bill to allow for comprehensive sex ed, if parents were okay with it, was part of the fight against pornography, and it was killed because 12 out of the 14 members of this committee don't want kids to even get good information about sex. (laughs) I'll be honest. I don't remember ever seeing the name of, you know, X hamster or, you know, wired pussy or, you know, dungeon sex addicts or something like that in in the uh, credits section in the back of my textbooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's, what's no. funny, though, is in One of response those is a real site <laughs> in response to the death of this bill, the porn site X hamster in light of the fact that Utah consumes more porn per capita than any other state, <gasps> will now be redirecting anyone from Utah trying to access the site to actual sex ed. Oh my yes. god, yes! And the site said, while we love porn, we don't think it should be relied on for sex ed any more than Star Wars as a substitute for science class. <laughs> if you want science, watch fucking Star Trek. Exactly. It's more of a, a space fantasy, really. God. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so good on them. I'm sure that they can, you know, find a way to still go to their ex hamster and get their porn if they wanted to, but. I wouldn't. I don't know. The idea of getting porn from profits. a hamster is just weird. <laughs> it's not a bad sight. Oh, I'm sure it's not. It's just yeah. hamster, really. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, they with. well, ask Richard Gear about a hamster. Oh, that Let me never wait. actually happened. That actually never happened. But it's Let the first thing you think about. <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> for some good news, Americans are finally warming up to atheists, especially Hooray. among the younger crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was when I looked up. Yeah, and everyone seems to be warning up to all religions, except for the youngins, Lauren's word, who think Mormons are a cult. Not actually mentioned in the survey. And the survey was <laughs> done by Pew in early January with almost 5,000 people being surveyed. Hmm. Yeah, so this is the Pew. We had Gallup earlier. This is the Pew. And um, basically, from two years ago, uh, everybody's... They call it warmth, but warm feelings towards religion has increased. Uh, But if you actually break it down into the individual age groups, it gets a little bit more interesting than that. Because like like I said, the young 18 to 29 year olds, um, they thought Mormons were trash. (laughs) They did what they were not. They did not favor Mormons at all. Um, In the other age groups, the two that you expect, atheists and Muslims tend to trail behind Mm -hmm. muslims more so until you get to the older group where it's like was it jews and catholics are like super high and Mm. muslims are super low Uh, jews and mainline protestants are super high and muslims and atheists are super low yeah so obviously Mm. it depends but it, it goes along with uh what we know is happening as the younger people are becoming more secular um and their acceptance of other cultures are apparently is apparently rising. So, 18 to 29, atheists rank below Jews and above evangelical Christians, mainline Protestants, Muslims, and Mormons. 
Oh, yeah. That's good. So, I mean, yay. 30 to 49, <laughs> atheists are below evangelicals, but above Mormons and Muslims. Hmm. I said the cult thing, because that's the only thing I can think of that um, people say on a regular basis about Mormons. They hate them so much. 50 and over, Muslims and atheists are both at the bottom. With 65 plus atheists or below Muslims. <sighs> wow. Yeah, so when you hear that um, people think that atheists are are worse than, you know, they they would rather have their kid marry an atheist or a Muslim instead of an atheist, they're, they're talking to people who are 50 years or older. Oh, and that one was actually a rapist. That was a rapist. Over an atheist. So basically your, your average Fox viewer... Uh-huh. Yeah, so don't yeah. get discouraged by those numbers because the youngins, yeah, which we are actually a part of. So we're not it the pretty much comes down to the, but, the thing yeah. I've. So it pretty much comes down to the thing I've said for a long time. We basically just have to wait for the old people to die. Yeah, yeah, the old yeah. people to die and Generation Z to continue growing up, and hmm. yes. The kids in college now are Generation Z, not Millennials. Zed. There yeah, are millennials, millennials who are in their late 30s now. Yeah, Millennials ended a while ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and all three of us are Millennials. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we're all in our 30s. Uh, but what's what's interesting here is for I the... I remember Y2K. The, the mean <laughs> thermometer ratings on all of these... Uh, from June 2014 to January 2017, Muslims went from a 40% favorability to 48%, and atheists from 41 to 50. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yep. The, the only group that didn't have an increase in favorability was evangelicals, and that's because they suck. Yep. Yeah, they're kind of dicks. Yeah. All right, let's take our last break, and then we'll be back with lots of feedback. If you like the show, consider giving us some financial support. We make it really easy with one-time donations or to support us on a per-episode, monthly, or even annual basis using PayPal or Patreon. Find out more at atheistnomads.com. Use the links on the right side of the page. One dollar an episode is all we ask. Please, think of the kittens. And uh, before we jump into the feedback, Lauren, you had a shout out you wanted to do. Oh, yeah, it's Black History Month. And um, some I, I read some interesting articles today about the people who are trapped in the double minority. They're the atheists who are also black or black who are also atheists. Um, they consider like, themselves uh, black to be the atheist woman. That's a triple. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they consider themselves to kind of be the bottom of the mm-hmm. bottom. And um, I just, you know, just wanted to say more power to you because you're not alone yeah well heck we even had once on the show a black atheist lesbian yeah wow she should get a medal that should be like fucking metal band name (laughs) the only way she could have been any more like there's a couple more layers of minority depth she could have gotten um if she was hispanic as well trans yeah uh, but that that's even more hated than just being lesbian. Yep. But black atheist lesbian that's that's about as as minority within a minority within a minority using And it's get. so hard for um for black Americans to get out from under the pressures of a church. It's because it's so ingrained uh, well, in in American in their culture family and community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, even if it's just secretly listening to a podcast or blogging or maybe actually coming out to your family as atheists, you know, there are people out there who uh, will be supportive of you. Yeah. Yeah. But if you are still financially dependent on your parents, you might want to wait just a few more years. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Wait till you're fucking (laughs) a wait till you're out of college if or if they're supporting you. Wait till you move out. Yeah. All right, so feedback. Um, feedback! Randy via Facebook while listening to the episode, and he let us know right before he started listening because he was hoping there was going to be good news. <laughs> Lots of good news. No. 
Uh, after he yeah. was finally actually listening, he said, I'm officially closing my eyes, tapping my ruby slippers, and repeating, there's no place like home, there's no place like home, Lauren for Prez. <laughs> Madam. <laughs> and we got a voicemail from Phil. No, wait, wait, oh. let's go back on that. That actually okay. sounds like President Studley. I like that. Mm. Madam President Studley. Yeah, okay. I'll go for that. That would make a cool bumper sticker. <laughs> I'll have to find somebody with the last name Man for Vice President. You know, Studley Man uh-huh. 2020. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, okay. I'd lose the feminist vo- vote, though. <laughs> Studley Woman. Okay, uh, right. onwards. Phil via voicemail. Good morning. It's Friday the 10th of February. This is Phil down in Austin, Texas. Got, just got to listen to your podcast, and you mentioned that that uh, it, uh, DeVos... I didn't know this, but I was listening to Democracy Now with Nancy or with uh, Amy Goodman, and she had her, as her guest Jeremy Scahill on. Now, Mr. Scahill is one of the best investigative reporters since Woodward Bernstein, and he revealed that DeVos is none other than Eric Prince's sister. Eric Prince, the founder of Blackwater, who wants to create basically an American. Christian Taliban in the United States is Voss's brother. The plot thickens, my friends. Thank you so much. I love your show. Dun, dun, oh, fuck, dun. Fucking A. I knew that, uh, I knew about the Blackwater connection, but I didn't know about anything else like that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Fuck. That whole family is scary. <laughs> and they have given enough money to Republican causes to. Oh, in the Republican Party? Yeah, apparently to now, like, have a permanent seat on the cabinet as long as there are Republicans in the White House. Yeah, that's terrifying. If you got the money, it's for sale. Yep. Apparently. From Emily via email. It's Emily. I messaged about trans issues right before episode 100. I was listening to episode 185, and I just had to say... Don't you guys ever think you aren't relevant? It may not seem like it, but you serve as a voice of reason for people like me. I listen to a lot of pod- podcasts like Scathing and Cogdis, but you guys are smaller and offer a perspective that bigger podcasts sometimes can't. I have acute suicidality with my major depressive disorder, and you guys talking about the issues makes me feel like the human race is ultimately good. It feels like listening to old friends talk. Keep being awesome. You guys really do make a difference in the world. Okay, in my mind, I'm sending Emily a magical narwhal that will give her hugs. <laughs> <laughs> but not stab her. Yes. Well, I have not been on my laptop much at all, so uh, that's why I haven't written you back, but it is coming. So, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, it, it gives me warm fuzzies. Now, if... Ex- now I feel like maybe we were um, fishing for compliments on this. We weren't doing that, but people did the outpour pouring of support was. There's a lot more. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. just insane. It's yeah, so sweet. everybody, don't forget to send pictures. <laughs> Especially if you have that's pets. My, that's my thing. Yeah, because what we were doing and where you live. What kittens, we were doing last time was. Puppies. If you have kids, I don't want to fucking see your kids. The, the thought that the kind of thoughts I was having wasn't should we keep podcasting or not? It was should we keep with the focus we've had or switch to being more just straight up political? Mm. And the, unfortunately, just in this climate, the political political is going to happen. Mm-hmm. The political is going to happen. It needs to happen, but we can't forget about the issues that we have have championed and we need to continue Mm. and uh emily you're awesome uh hang in there and uh if you aren't getting help with your your depression i I really hope you you get some uh there are there are drugs that are awesome i love better life through chemistry is my my go-to saying (laughs) and feel free to friend me on the facebooks yes and from Cameron via email. Hi, Dustin and Wesley. Loved episode 185. A frozen trout would knock you out. That <laughs> needs to be on a t-shirt. As an Australian atheist who is married to an American woman, 
and has a half-American son. I'm amazed at the shit that's going on over there. I guess I won't be visiting her family for a while. Which is funny, because we look at Australia, and we're like, oh my god, there's some crazy shit going on down there. Really? Shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. All those animals that want to kill you? Oh, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, All the, sure. the human rights violations they have, the... Nick Morgan Moore gave us the the skinny on all the fucked up conservative <laughs> politics in Australia. Yeah, yeah, but still, I was just thinking know, about koalas. With all the shit trying to kill you. <laughs> I think I'd rather live in Australia than than here. Besides the fucking heat. True. All of nature tries to kill you here: tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, landslides, mm. avalanches, volcanoes. Volcanoes. All of nature tries to kill you there too, but it mountain creeps lions and there. Uh, wolves and bears oh my we have to protect our schools from the bears <laughs> yeah Bear protection. Arm, the teachers. arm the teachers with guns because bears it's like a, it's right yeah. out stephen colbert i mean oh my god yeah and, okay and grizzly bears seriously in wyoming parts yeah, yeah. of wyoming close to mm. yellowstone parts of montana parts of idaho Alaska, that's it. That's not much of the country that has grizzly bears. Yeah, they're endangered, lady. We eradicated them and have been trying very hard to bring them back. You know, I wish we had a problem with bears busting in our schools. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be the most badass schools. Yeah. They would ride them to school with guard like transports, bears. dire bears. Ooh, dire bears, yeah. Or. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, what was that weird little three book series about killing God? And they had the armored polar bears. Oh, uh, Golden oh, Compass, Golden uh, Compass. Uh, Pullman. Yeah, Golden Compass by yeah. Pullman. Oh yeah, talking armored polar bears. Fuck yeah! Now Cameron also continued on about a project he's working on um, about the historicity of Jesus with a documentary, and uh, uh, Wesley will be getting in touch with you, Cameron sweet whoop whoop yeah. yeah and from d that's at sid Lone on twitter feedback don't lose heart we need to know thinking people are out there now more than ever can i be an asshole to misogynists <laughs> sure you have my permission yes uh my my take on it is <laughs> can you punch nazis yes no oh yes no oh yes and I'm not going to say what I want to say because then I'd have to beep it out again, and that's getting old. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's it's the I think the appropriate kind of response is if somebody is being an like asshole misogynist, yeah, throw it back on them, and if they get offended, well, then you can have a discussion or never talk again, and you haven't lost anything from Acroats. That's at Acrowats on Twitter. You guys are relevant. I'm looking forward to the new Dustin off the degree. Uh, it would be cool if you turn it into a game. Hmm. Do, 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 do. We, we, maybe I could do a quiz at the end on which crazy version of the apocalypse is from which Send us your church. game ideas. Well, I was kind of thinking you could ask, a, ask us a couple questions at the beginning, and then we see if we get them right mm. through the talk. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Just as long as you guys don't actually read the notes. Yeah, I never do. Which Lauren did this time. I cheated. I was <laughs> I was trying to be quote unquote prepared. Yeah. Or you could cop- copy that in after. Then I got a headache. Mm. Mm. And then from Childhood's End, that's at hu- Advanced Humanism on Twitter. Yes, damn it. You are not only relevant, but necessary. Stop with the self-pity. You are a resource for all new atheists. Christos. Oh. Fucking hey. Going, going uh, Grecian on the the cursing. I like, I like. What does that mean? Christ. Oh, sorry. Hey, you're not supposed to take the Lord's name in vain. I thought, yeah. I thought he said priestos, like priest. No, no. Not Christos. Christos. Got it. Because I don't. I'm not looking at the screen right now. So yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And it wasn't self pity. It was 
Just asking which direction we're going to take the show on. Yeah. 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 It's all good. Yep. And no new patrons. Um, but we went over, so patrons will get extra news Hooray. this week. So, yay. <laughs> and, and now it's up to Dustin to figure out which ones that's going to be. Yay. Yes. And <laughs> to also figure out how much time I want to spend on that. Um, before I go to bed, since we are again recording on Wednesday, and this time by your your choice, yes, yes, that that way we didn't have to record on Valentine's Day. So yeah, wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then we're doing that again next week with the limited editing, so that Laura and I can go to the atheist comedy experience yes anybody in boise or the treasure valley area go to uh liquid laughs next tuesday night Mm -hmm. it'll be um hilarious mikey pullman is hosting once again (laughs) oh my god so funny so funny and we really do need to get more of the boise atheist comics on the show than just mikey yeah we need to get brett we need to get lady business we need to get all sorts of people chad um oh man there's a lot of them lady business even does uh music yeah if we could oh. do even just a snippet of one of their songs it would be awesome <laughs> all right well, there's yeah. a should mention one of my local guys jeremy whitman uh does uh, atheist comedy out here and he also has a podcast, I believe, called uh, Rated 80s Podcast. Talks mm. about, you know, shit from the 80s. So, so check it you out. You guys also have Dylan Cole, who that. used to be a Boisean. Uh-huh. Oh. Who is now a Seattleite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't make it up to Seattle very often. That's true. You're okay. more a Tacoma. All right. Well, I am now. we're talking mm-hmm. about random stuff now. All that remains is to remind you that not all those who wander are lost. Thank you for listening to another episode of Atheist Nomads. You can find show notes and contact information at atheistnomads.com. Follow us on Twitter at Atheist Nomads and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atheistnomads. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcatcher of choice. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a review. The music is courtesy of Sturdy Fred. Until next time, this has been the Atheist Nomads.